that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. What was I even saying in that last episode? Fresh of breath? Fresh of breath? Oh my gosh. Aldo, breath of fresh air. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what came out of my mouth in that, in that last episode. But Lakers family, welcome. Aldo right here. Welcome back to another episode of Lake Show Take. I really do hope you guys enjoyed our first episode. Uh, it was uh, really exciting to do, and and now I'm just excited to to do you know the rest of the season here with you guys. So we got a lot of things to discuss. By the way, how are we feeling about last night? Are we concerned about the Lakers' loss? To be honest, it was a really disappointing loss, but I'm very optimistic that the Lakers are going to come out strong, a lot more focused, with a lot more energy when we go against uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks on Christmas Day. So without further ado, let's just dive right into what we saw last night. So not only did I want the Lakers to beat the Clippers, of course, but I really wanted this win because it's now been four years since the Lakers have won a opening night game and that was in 2016 against the Rockets so I was really looking forward to getting a win I was hoping that the Lakers weren't going to get this ring high of, of theirs but they unfortunately did the Clippers came out strong uh, I mentioned in my first episode that th- that this was a must win for them they wanted to show up to their big brother and go off on them PG surprisingly had a great game uh Kawhi Kawhi himself too um had a great game himself but this was about the stars and the stars between the four that were on the floor last night the 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 Clippers stars had their stars show up and unfortunately LeBron and AD it seemed like their legs weren't there and that's where it's supposed to start the, the game is supposed to start with the stars and the stars are supposed to are supposed to set the tone for the team. Now last season, there were many moments where it seemed like the Lakers always had slow starts. And it was not till finally when they started to get their rhythm going or they had like their midseason form. We saw Avery Bradley, uh, if you guys recall, we saw Avery Bradley have that sense of urgency. Um, on the on the defensive end because there were moments where the Lakers just seemed flat and Avery was just making defensive plays and you know creating offensive opportunities you know whether that was getting a steal and getting on the fast break last night we just we, we didn't have that one guy that was making an effort on the defensive end to potentially make some sort of offensive plays and LeBron and AD, they just look gassed. Uh, again, they have to set the tone for the team. They are the leaders of, of the squad. And, and, if that, and, and, and if that meant that LeBron and AD weren't going to be those guys to set the tone, okay, well, we need uh, Kuzma to do something. We need Wes Matthews to do something. We need, to, we need Schroeder to do something. We need Trez to do something. Now, I want to get to Schroeder and Trez later. I thought they had a great game. But sticking on to, or sticking with LeBron and AD, yeah, they both have to come out better. 
They have to come out better, but again, we have to remember it is the first preseason game. We just came off a championship. They had about 70 days of rest, and we have to stay patient, uh, not only with our team, but with our stars. That's why I'm here to say I'm not concerned uh, for the team, and I'm not concerned for LeBron and AD. I know LeBron uh, had his uh, little ankle sprain uh, that he had last night, but uh, it's going to take time for them to get their legs back. You know, Vogel mentioned last night um, in their post-game interview that he wants to make sure LeBron and AD are fresh. Uh, when we look at you know the box score, uh, I believe AD played about 30, 31 minutes. LeBron only played about 28 minutes, and, and, and that's okay. We just want LeBron and AD to be uh, ready. You know, we, we can't let them just go 40-minute uh, balls out on opening night. Uh, I think it was smart that uh, uh, Vogel was able to keep them at that 30-minute mark. So I'm not, I'm not worried about LeBron and AD. But if there's something that I, I could point out also from not even just from the Lakers and Clippers game last night, but also from the Nets and Warriors game. If we look at all the superstars that played last night, and that's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. All those stars that played last night, if you notice, KD and Kyrie, uh, PG and Kawhi, those four stars had a long period of time to get rest, and that's why we saw them ball out like how they did. You know, LeBron, or not LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, they had over a year to get rest, maybe a little bit more than that. And PG and Kawhi, they were, they, they lost in the second round, so they were able to get as much rest as, as they needed. So it's not, it's not surprising to see LeBron and AD come out short in that first game. But moving on to the game, they made multiple ill-advised passes I was I was jumping out of my seat I it was it was so frustrating to see a team create so many unforced turnovers and that just tells me that their their minds weren't weren't in the game they were on a ring high and I think that's what the 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 Lakers just didn't come out to play Uh, they weren't ready they weren't ready to match the Clippers energy and and it shows um, if if you look at the if you look at the box score, the points in the paint right, points in the paint that's something the Lakers need to dominate. Last season, we were one of the top teams in the league points in the paint, and from the Clippers end, it looks like they scored about fifty points in the paint, and the Lakers only scored about thirty eight. And what's something that I notice from last night's game is that. Anthony Davis is our main anchor in getting points in the paint. We know how dominant of a big man AD is on the block in, in his post game, but we, we saw a lot of jump shots from him. And he, he is best utilized when he's dominating the post area. You know, none of the bigs from the Clippers are able to stop uh, AD. Not Ibaka and not, and not Zubak. In total, Anthony Davis only had three shots in the paint. The rest of his field goals were all coming from uh, outside the paint. A lot of jump shots and not, and not many dunks. However, 
this is something that we should not be worried about. This is the first preseason game. And as the season progresses, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to have their legs. So this is something that we should not worry about. Anthony Davis is one of the top players in the league, as is LeBron. So as we continue on, it's going to be progression each game. It's going to be about patience. It's going to be about uh, chemistry getting up to par. Another topic I want to discuss is the fast break points. uh, Earlier, I I brought up about having a sense of urgency, and I brought the example of Avery. There was one specific play that I recall, uh, I think it was in the, what was it? I think it was in the second quarter around like the three-minute mark, and Marcus Gasol had a great defensive play on Kawhi. And after that defensive play, Mark was able to get it to AD. AD then, I believe, passed it to LeBron. And LeBron then passed it, passed it to, to KCP for a wide-open dunk on the fast break. That is something that we need to do more of. As a unit, collectively, we need, we need the Lakers to be on the fast break a bit more. Last season, we had a lot of opportunity we had multiple opportunities to get on the fast break and get easy points. And that was because we had Dwight and JaVale. We had big guys that were able to run the floor consistently. And this season, we unfortunately don't have that in Marcus All. But that's where we need defensive plays like that from Mark, from AD, from anyone, from anyone to get a block just to start uh, the offense going. And by getting fast break points, that's just going to make the Lakers' lives easier. So by when, when, when seeing Mark uh, have that defensive play, that just reminds me of what the Lakers can be on the fast break still. You know, yes, we missed the presence of Dwight and JaVale last game, but that was only because Mark was in foul trouble. And I don't want us to start being concerned of, Mark's uh, speed because we knew going into this he wasn't the fastest guy out there so let's not let's not be worried and concerned that we're not going to be able to go on the fast break I believe that's still a big possibility it's just about if the Lakers are committed on the on the defensive end we it's we we just have to wait and see Uh, but I do believe that uh, this is going to be progression over the next uh, 10-15 games and that's something that my friends and I uh, talked about last night is that these next 10, 15 games, we should take each game with a grain of salt, regardless if it's a win, if it's a win and regardless if it's a loss. This is another project, um, essentially, and we can't, we can't be so rushed, rushed into believing that oh, this team is going to come out of the gates and they're just going to be dominant and no one's going to be able to stop them. Well, okay, well, let's hold on. Last season, you know, we were in the same boat with essentially a brand new team as well. Uh, we had a couple of guys returning from last season, but uh, that, that took time. That took time for the Lakers uh, to mesh everything together. Now, coming into this season, we have our core players coming back but again, it's about implementing now these new uh, vital role players in, in Montrez and Wes Matthews uh, and Gasol, Schroeder and whatnot. So as we continue the season, it's really just about 
uh, being patient. I know I keep reiterating that, but it's really about to, it's about the team being patient and it's about us fans being patient. So uh, when the Lakers do have this now mid-season form, whatever you like to call it, once they have this groove, we'll, that's, that's the time when we'll be able to judge, okay, what type of team is this? What can the Lakers accomplish? Because our main goal at the end of the day is going to be about repeating. So talking about defense as a whole, the Clippers got multiple easy buckets. They got a lot of easy buckets. Uh, the Lakers, I felt, didn't really move their feet well. Uh, they weren't able to keep up with the ball. Uh, rotations needed to be a lot quicker. Uh, again, that's maybe because uh, their energy wasn't there. Maybe they're a little tired. You know, that 70-day that window of, of only getting rest, I believe, made a, a huge difference. So in, in the future, that's something that the Lakers, are, I believe, are going to be able to adjust. And when, one player specifically, and I mentioned him in, in the last episode, uh, that I believe should have a vital role on this on this squad is Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews is the replacement of Danny Green. He is the guy that is supposed to guard the best player on the other team. And what I saw from him was he was he was getting bodied down low a lot. And quite frankly, he was getting babied. You know, Kawhi was able to do whatever he wanted on him. There was a play, I believe it was in the second or third quarter, where Kawhi was posting up Wesley, and Kawhi just blew right past him, easily. And that, that's something Wesley can cannot do. And I didn't realize this, but Danny, Danny was actually a big wing uh, and a big defender for his size. You know, about 6'7". Uh, Wesley's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so we do lose some height. Uh, by by losing Danny, but that shouldn't mean that Kawhi should be getting easy buckets. You know, if 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 Danny last season wasn't able to knock down threes, hey, at least he was back down at the opposite end of the floor, getting ready to to have his hands ready and 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 steal some balls. So that's something that um, Wesley needs to keep uh, in, in in mind about and. You know, kind of getting into, uh, or now transitioning to, you would say the positives of this game. I know it's probably hard to think about, but the positives of this game, it was all about uh, Montrez and Schroeder. You know, they were the two guys that really gave us that offensive spark. I thought this was Schroeder's best game as a Laker, and just because in the preseason we weren't really able to. Uh, see his skill set. Montrez, he's just an energy bunny. He was able uh, to, he really went at it against uh, Zubak and, and, and Ibaka. And who, who would have knew? Who, or who would have known that Schroeder would get a double-double? He was damn near close on getting a triple-double. I think he was just too shy on getting 10 assists. But man, it, it was amazing to see that we saw Schroeder getting a near triple-double, and Montrez and Montrez getting a double-double. So I thought that was uh, a positive. 
from the Lakers. I'm really happy that we were able to see those two guys uh, look smooth out there, look confident. Um, it definitely looked like uh, LeBron was leaning on Schroeder on trying to get the offense flowing. And even the, and what's great, I, I'm, I'm happy that Schroeder and Montrez were able to be that spark for the Lakers. You know, we also got to mention Kuzma. Kuzma had a very quiet game, but he was able to be effective still. And this is something that we want to see from Kuzma. Kuzma. We, we want him to, to feel confident. And again, uh, we saw uh, just what I mentioned from, from our last episode. You know, less is better. We don't want him to, to do really much. We want him to come off screens. We want him to, to the opportunities to have catch and shoots, you know, to cut to the basket, get points um, off the fast break. And looking at his, uh, at his line, he was six from 11 from the field, one for three from a three-point range, and he had 15 points. And he played about 27 minutes. So I think that's solid from Kuzma. Uh, the production that we're gonna need from from him is gonna is gonna be that fifteen to eighteen eighteen point game from between fifteen and eighteen points uh, a game. So that was also another positive. I felt like uh, Schroeder and Montrez kind of had the spotlight within that game. But I liked Kuzma's game. I thought he just didn't get enough touches. So. Uh, th- this was this was a good game from him. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does uh, on Christmas Day, and one of my favorite guys that I, I want to talk about, Taylor Horton Tucker. I was begging, begging Vogel to let this man go. I truly thought that he wasn't going to bring him in, and we weren't going to see uh, Horton Tucker, and it was just going to be one of those things where it's like, why else? Get yourself excited when you can't even play this guy in the regular season. I truly thought that, okay, well, if Horton Tucker was able to play in the preseason um, versus the Clippers, dude, imagine what he can do against them during the regular season. I feel like Tucker uh, knows or is familiar at least with, with this with this Clipper squad. And I think that, could, that was, an, and it was an advantage for him. So... Finally, when he was in, I was so excited, and I, and I told my friends, I was like, guys, this guy, this guy's about to go off. And immediately, he was there for about maybe less than a minute, and things were already um, starting to like turn around just for a hot second. I think uh, the Clippers uh, had a a um, an offensive foul, and that had to do because of Taylor Horn Tucker. And then the Lakers came back down, and Horn Tucker was able to get a layup on on the offensive end. So. I don't know. I felt like there was, you know, things were starting to uh, go towards the Lakers' momentum, but you know, then unfortunately, Horn Tucker got in foul trouble. He had three fouls in the matter of I don't know, like five minutes or something like that, and it was a, it was, it was really frustrating to see, just because I really felt um, Talon would have he would have been a huge spark for the Lakers. And I think that would have been a huge advantage for them. I think he could have been the X factor. I think he could have uh, brought the energy that the bench wasn't providing at that, at that current uh, moment. So I do hope that, uh, well, no, I do believe Vogel is still going to run with uh, Taylor Horn Tucker. I think next game, 
uh, THT will be under control a little bit more. I think maybe it was, since it was the first game of the season, is his first go around in the regular season. He was just probably excited, and so um, I expect uh, THT to come back on Christmas Day and show us what we should have what we should have received on on, on opening night. So, uh, and kind of getting to, and getting into now the last positives of this game. Even though the Lakers were down 20, even though the Lakers had their chemistry issues, uh, the rust issues, the energy issues, and a whole um, and a whole other of plethora issues that they had last night, they were still able to have the game within reach. You know, they they were down the whole game. They were down by 20, but they were able to get it to. Two points, five points, ten points, then eight points again, then back to twelve, then back to three. You know they were able to keep the game within striking distance, so the effort was there. It was just sloppy, and that should be a note uh, to the league, to the Clippers, and for the Lakers is that even at their worst, they were still in the game, uh, even with their stars not playing at their best. They still had a chance to win the game, and. That's something to, to take into consideration that this team is that good. This team is that good. And uh, last night, I'm, I'm more than positive that uh, the Lakers uh, took that loss with a grain of salt. Um, yes, I, I wish the Lakers you know, got the dub. And that, and that would have made a ring night um, a lot more sweeter. Uh, and by the way, those, those rings, those rings are amazing, man. That... I, I, I wish I could see one in person. But anyway, yes, so the Lakers, they 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 need to come out uh, stronger. They need to come out with a sense of urgency on Christmas Day. Uh, Luka Doncic is, is no man to be reckoned with. That guy is going to come out uh, with intensity, uh, with leadership, with confidence. Uh, that, that Maverick team is in good hands. So I definitely expect... The Lakers with a better sense of uh, urgency and energy uh, in that game. I definitely see as well that this game will come down to the wire. I just remember from last season, from the Lakers facing the the Mavericks, it was always a close game. So I'm very excited to see Luca play and these and these stars uh, just to show out. So with that being said, Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy holidays! I look forward to talking to you guys next time. So. Take care and much love.